Hello and welcome everyone to episode number nine of The Rock Zone. This is Max checking in several weeks after this podcast was recorded. I now have a cold, which isn't great, but I still wanted to give you a bit of context and provide some prelude as to what you're about to listen to. So we recorded this episode straight after episode eight, which was all about the PFT, breaking it down, how to improve your time and so on. And I suggested to Ben and Tom that we record an episode on the mental side of Hyrox, because Hyrox being a physical fitness test, that's what you would gravitate towards when thinking or speaking about Hyrox, the physical side. But of course, getting through one of those races and training for one of those races requires an incredible amount of mental discipline and mental resilience and toughness. So I thought it'd be really interesting to unpack that a little bit. So we start by asking each other about our mantras. What is it that helps us get through training, a high rocks race, and I guess life in general? And that's how we kind of end up veering away from the high rock specific stuff and more about mental health and well-being in general. And this is where we'd love to hear from you. We only touch upon our respective journeys and stories a little bit, but are there any aspects that resonate with you in particular and you'd like us to uncover a little bit more? You can find us on Instagram under rockzonepod or you can send us an email hello at therockzone.com we recorded this episode sat around tom's computer all sharing one mic so the audio is a little bit shoddy here and there but then again all of our episodes are a little bit thrown together that's just how the rock zone is i hope you enjoy this episode nonetheless and we'll see you guys in the next one enjoy Take four. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Hello, Rock Zone checking in. Ben, Max, and Tom here. Hello. Hello, guys. Good to be here. Good to be in person again. Seeing you live in the flesh, ready to talk, chat some shit. Tom? A pleasure as always. Hello, boys. How are Hello. we doing? Yeah, good. Good. I'm excited for this one. It should be, uh, should be a fun one to explore. You're excited for every single one, man. Yeah, but I'm excited for you, mate. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to get into the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where I stole that from? Sorry, there's a really good podcast called The, um, the Verge Cast. Anyone should check that out as well. Anyway, rock on. Don't be plugging other people's shit here. No. <laughs> I'm sure ben, uh, Ben's endorsement means a lot. So, I suggested an episode to the chaps, um, and it is about... The mind. Zen. The inner peace. Om. 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 Are you an om or an ah? I'm an om. Om. <laughs> right, so Hyrox obviously in its nature is a physical fitness test, event, lifestyle, all of the above. But we allude to the mental implications here and there every now and then. But I think... We should have a whole episode dedicated to it. So the question that I would like to uncover a little bit, or the topic rather, is, is there a right approach to have in your mind when you're training, when you're actually doing the event, maybe something that you take from the event into your everyday life? So everything along those kind of lines. So perhaps how about we kick things off by asking you, Ben and Tom, 
what your mantra is when it comes to training. Not in the actual event, but when it when it comes to training, what what are you thinking? It's a tricky question. I'm wondering if I are you guys looking at me to answer first? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I have got an answer right now. I, I was going to say I'm going to I'm just going to take a step back and and be very not of this world or I don't want to say dumb, but could you define a mantra? Like, is it just a mental approach that you take to something or is it a certain phrase or... Yeah, maybe maybe I should give you some context and then you can, you can jump in. Um, so the reason I brought this up is because in the previous episode, I mentioned that I, and Ben actually, mm-hmm. um, do mental arithmetic when it comes to doing our exercise. So especially in... Um, instances where you're doing reps or you're having to do certain amount of miles you kind of play these little mind games where you're doing mini conversions so I've completed x amount of meters or kilometers in percentage what what's that in my total and I thought about this when I was trying to gun for a sub 25k on the treadmill um, which I told you guys about I think um I was really chuffed that I I finally got that something that I've been working on for ages. But what I was doing while I was, you know, certainly in the pain cave was doing, well, I did a little trick in that I didn't start the treadmill at zero. Mm. I actually had it run along empty for a little bit. So I jumped on it like a K and a half and an uneven number. So I knew that one, it means that when I look at the treadmill, I've already got a substantial amount of kilometers Mm -hmm. under my belt. I'm not at zero, but I'm starting at 1.5. So that seems less daunting. But also it's then harder to convert in my mind. If I have 3.5K, that's not 70% straight away because I'm actually having to deduct a K Mm. and then notice that I've only done 50%. So it's just those kind of little ideas Mm. that spark this whole idea of hey, there's got to be other people that have weird, quirky things out there. Um, so that's more of like a, a prelude. But an, an actual mantra, perhaps, mm. is what you asked, um, for me would be, all you have to do is stay on this treadmill. That's all you have to mm. do. So when that little voice, and everyone gets that little voice of like, we're not, we're not going to do this. The mind's telling the body, like, no chance. We're never going to get this, this 5K done. We're never going to get this warble set done we're never going to get any of this done well you have this one liner that you just can repeat to yourself and reiterate over and over again which takes the focus of that that silences that little voice and in that instance it was all you got to do is stay on the treadmill so Mm. that's the only thing you got to do and then you just repeat that over and over and over again is that giving you a bit of a context Mm, as to it has yeah. yeah i now know what mine is as well and I now know mine. Excellent. So I, and it's something that actually I like to think that I use in other aspects of my life, but it's kind of like a phrase or a mantra as it were. <clears throat> and I can't remember where I got it from or who said it, but um, I've been using it for a little while now. And it's along the lines of saying like success is in a way peace of mind knowing that you've tried your hardest or done your best and to me, I read into that when I do like a workout, like a high rocks type thing. It's knowing that I'm putting my utmost effort into that 
that workout, you know, everything that I can, that I have available to me at that point in time and knowing that I'm just like leaving it out there and knowing that whatever I, whatever I, whatever comes off the back of it, it's not necessarily the time or something else that happens. That's like a bonus, but the success is like knowing that I've, yeah, the peace of mind, knowing that I've done, I've put that shift in. So that's something that I kind of sometimes will say to myself or along those lines, mm. if I'm like, got a bit of brain fog and I'm on my fifth row. And, that, and that's only you that would be able to tell if you've... Yeah, and it's only you, and so you can, you can only, you're the only one that can judge yourself like mm. if you've put your utmost effort in on that, um, on that day. Mm. <clears throat> Mine's kind of pretty similar in the sense that it's all about sort of like doing it and doing it properly. And that is really the mindset is, I stole this from, I say stole, I learned it from a very good friend called Blake uh, and he's is din dip. Do it now, do it properly. And din dip, din dip, and I try and I, I often when I heard first heard him say it, I was like, mm. "What a pile of fucking tosh!" And then <laughs> now I actually listen to it that a lot because even if I'm doing work and I'm there, like I want to like build a model, and I'm like, "Okay, I'll I'll just I'll hash this out and do this and get some learning." It's like, no, do it now, do it properly, do it once. And I think that for me is something I do in fitness as well, where I'm like, "Okay, I've got these fifty burpees. Do it now, do it properly." And then it's like. I'll be much more like sort of satisfied with myself that knowing that they weren't like half baked mm. things, I don't have to come back and revisit them and focus on technique. I need to basically hit it first time. Mm. And it's not that pressure of like needing to, needing to do something straight off the bat. It's the fact that you're just applying yourself with everything that you can at your best intention. And I, like, it's something that sort of spans my whole sort of, uh, be it creative life or, um, like, personal fitness and sort of personal like things like that so. Mm. so bit of a chicken and egg question then what came first was it the mantra that came first or was it through high rocks and being put through those grueling workouts where you developed a mantra like that for me it's adapting something else that i that i try and take in like other aspects of my life like work well actually i think i that mantra that I kind of say to myself sometimes, that was definitely like developed during A level. Where it was A-level. like, wow. it doesn't necessarily mass this, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit older now than, than when we were doing our A levels, but I remember just like. How did you do in your A levels? I got, I think, ABC. Okay. So not, not, I just was pretty bang average, but. I thought you learned the alphabet in nursery. <laughs> C, D. <laughs> anyway, I learned the hard way that I had to just put effort in rather than see and I guess like I would look at people and think like oh well like they don't seem to have revised or they claim they didn't work hard mm. or revise and they end up getting a star or something and I kind of for many years just thought like well I, I'm I'll just I'm sure I'll be the same I don't need to put that much effort in and I'll probably do fine and then it's turned out that that wasn't necessarily the case and I had to work hard and so uh, as, I said, as I just probably came from my dad originally like saying like as long as you know you've put your utmost effort in with the resources that you have available to you at that time, then they're like peace of mind. You know you've tried your hardest. And if you get a B, that's fine because you, that, that was what you could get at that point in time. If you got an A, great. Like mm-hmm. That's, I think, where, where, where that sort of um, mentality, kind that mantra perhaps came from. Kind of a built-in acceptance. Yeah, yeah not beating that. yourself up about mm. the result, but try, knowing that you tried your hardest. It's like yeah. you know, anything like... Of course, I'm not going to be the fucking the next Nobel Prize winner. You're not like going to be no the one, best at everything. Yeah, and if you think you, if you think you're going to be the best at everything, you probably don't know enough about the subject to know that you 
don't know a lot of it. Or that you lead a sad, sort of rather sad life at times because you're just constantly disappointed because you're not going to be the best at everything. <laughs> we sound like we're just sort of like picking <laughs> holes in people who are really smart. Um, so we're exactly 10 minutes in. We, we went from what the fuck are <clears throat> you talking about, Max, to this came from my dad, this teaching. <laughs> you're not going to be the next Nobel Prize winner. You're going to have a very sad life if you don't find acceptance. Um, ben, so sorry, Tom, your mantra seems to have stemmed back almost a decade now. Yeah, which is when we finished school. Yeah. Um, then how about how about you? Um, it, mine was like the one I I spoke about. Dindip definitely came from Blake outside of uh, fitness. Well, hmm. actually, he's well into his fitness, and I hope we were getting on at some point. But the um, his approach to it was for when he was doing like design work, and that's my professional background is is the design world, and it's a lot, a lot of the time it's easy to rule with gut and opinion on that, and to then when you actually have to transition to executing things, you need to put the graft in and build it in a correct way. I mean, without getting into the weeds of it, like if you do... Uh, there we go, the catchphrase. Bazinga. Um, like Bingo. You, could, like, you can do something that looks great on the surface but hasn't got any rigor behind it, like how a product is built, how it's assembled, how the cost implication goes into it. And so trying to do do things, do it now and do it properly is, is one half is doing it properly, but the other half is eating that frog for breakfast. And that's a mantra that I know, uh, and you guys know my old housemate, Ollie, he writes a list in the morning and he tries and tackles the, the worst thing on that list as the first thing to do. Mm. And he says eating the frog for breakfast, like the thing that you don't really want to do, but once you've got it done, everything mm. else feels really small. That's, I like that, eat that frog. Yeah. And I think that's probably a quite a well-known one, and I hope it is, otherwise... like I've not heard of that. Maybe the French like it, I don't know. It's incredibly stereotypical. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, yeah, it stemmed from a, a, a part, like, a past experience outside the world of fitness, and that's something that I kind of... The way fitness is for me is it is a layer on top of my life that labels lots of things, and like it's like a symbolic relationship between mm. the two. Um, so I like, it's one and the same. And I think we could get into that and unpack it, but I mean, what about you, Max? What, what's, what's your, uh, your yeah, so I, I, I gave you one very specific one there, um, which I certainly think is a, is a good one for, for running specifically, but the over overarching one, if you want to call it that is you've done this before you're going to do it again. And I think that works in, in so many levels. Um, so, in, it, you know, first and foremost, I use it in, in, in High Rocks. So when I'm at a PFT or when I'm at a High Rocks, I have that history of having done this before, which is also a really, really positive thing. You know, once you complete your first ever High Rocks, for anyone out there listening who's contemplating about doing something like this, it's it's locked in your memory. It's in, the, it's in that bank and... <clears throat> I find through this mantra, you kind of tap into that a little bit. Mm. And if you've done this before, well, all of those shitty excuses that you want to have for quitting at anything, mm. you, well, you, you don't have it. And this, this rolls over into the rest of my life. So, you know, whether it's waking up, feeling shit and having to do a whole day of work when you really don't want to, well, you've done it before. So why the fuck can't you do it again? And it's it's a very repeatable mm. one. It's, a, it's it's not a complex thought to have. How do you think in terms of in your personal life and in your fitness life? How do you think anxiety is like 
been a topic around like be it not knowing what to expect in an event versus in a high rocks you actually know what you're doing each time like is there any sort of um parallels between and crossovers with those yeah okay good good question i think you're asking me this because as you know and as i've shared with you boys and how you've experienced i have a have a rather unfortunate history with with anxiety um in relation to my mental health um I'm, I'm plagued a little bit with uh, with getting incredibly anxious, um, which dates back to also A level time actually. <laughs> um, A levels, eh? Hard time. time. You need you need you know you develop anxiety disorders and you need mantras to get through exams. That's a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole different. Topic. You weren't there, man. You don't know. Um, so you know that's that you can go. I can answer this in, in multiple different ways. You know structured fitness regime that Hyrox has given me has certainly helped loads in terms of regulating my mental health. We've all spoken about how good this is. Tom's going through um, a shitty episode right now with his knee. He's still finding a way to use Hyrox through this podcast as a way to, you know, connect and dis- disconnect from, from, you know, what other negative thoughts might be going on. Um Ben's using it as a way to change his, uh, what, lifestyle, I guess, a yeah. little bit? Yeah, I'd say, like, I had a look at myself in December and I thought, you know what, this is where I am now, but I want to be somewhere else and I need to actually make a change in my life. And we, we have seen huge changes, to be fair. So I have a question for you two boys. Hit me! Considering... <laughs> Don't worry, I will hit you. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> considering, <like> that. <laughs> considering, considering, like how much we've brought up, like I guess having mantras and like the mental side of, of of exercise and competing in events like this, would you say Hyrox is more a physical test or a mental test? Mm. Interessant. Um, one and the same, I would say. Like the the body informs the mind, the mind informs the body. So we, are you saying that they're as important as each other? Oh, 100%. I, I, would, I would argue that most of the battle with the high rocks is the, with your first one. For me, it was the anxiety of like, okay, I, I haven't, I've been training for this running, but I've actually been out the country for a couple of weeks. I haven't been able to move some sled pushes, like do some ski erg stuff. So I was like, okay, this might actually go one of two ways. This might actually end very badly for me. Um, thankfully, it didn't. I loved it and enjoyed it. But the... I think the the mental aspect is really what you're fighting because it's your brain that's telling you you can't do this. You mm. need, to, and it's like it's up to you to say like, no, I'm I'm going to push through. Like I've only got like thirty more war balls. I've only got, and I think that's testament to the end of the race when you do do the war balls and you find that second wind because you can see the finish line. It's that mm. like your your brain is telling your body like, no, you need to stop, calm down. Like there's like, and then at the end it's like, oh, I can see the goal. I can see it there. I know that I've got more in the tank and that's probably me saying that I actually haven't pushed myself as hard during the race Mm. because my mental isn't as strong as it needs to be. The mental aspect of fitness is like probably one of the strongest things. It is medicine for the brain. And I think training for me is when I turn up to the gym, it's training my brain more than it is training my, when I say brain, I mean my, my mental attitude than it is towards my body. Like the body is a byproduct of it. And it it's boils down to the initiation, which is making the pledge, the promise that I'm going to go to the gym. I'm carving out this time for myself. 
possibly also the hardest part actually yeah, yeah that's the thing it's like that's the first stage mm. you get there then it's on you to actually deliver on what your promise has been it's almost like a, a magic trick like if everyone wants the prestige they do this great thing about like <laughs> the pledge the reveal that like, thing but it's like you set up your intention you achieve your goal and you're able to re- like reflect on what you've done and and that's where you reap the reward yeah yeah it's the the promise and the um like you said the promise and the reward but the promise and the the proof almost the most rewarding like couple seconds anyone will have in their life is that short sprint from the warble station up that ramp because you mentioned it there and i was thinking that is pure euphoria like you are you feel 10 kilograms lighter and you're just like whoa then you collapse on the stage straight away. Yeah. Uh, but I, I completely agree with you. It is a, it is 50, 50, it's equal parts, physical and mental. Um, you're never in pain doing it. You're in discomfort. You're in a lot mm. of discomfort, mm. but not, you know, unless you get injured, which God forbid won't, won't happen. Um, you're, you're only experiencing discomfort and it's training your mind. Like you said, to push through that discomfort and, the reward being being able to reflect afterwards and mm. saying fuck yeah i just accomplished that so i'm 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 with ben there i'm mm. i'm completely completely saying 50-50 yeah i mean how have you uh, approached it in terms of your relationship with fitness and your mental aspect with being injured at the moment is mm. there anything that you've actually found that helps in terms of like at the moment i know you're swimming is that being a positive impact on your brain as much as you thought it would be or are you still craving that sort of high rocks release, uh, release of like a lot of um, sort of muscle stimulation, hmm. a lot of like <clears throat> spinal and sort of like your whole nervous system is like sort of firing up? I would say on my side, going through a recovery rehab process, I definitely don't get as much from the exercises that I do right now. Like, because I just can't push myself anywhere near my my limit, and I think that's when you really have those 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 like euphoric feelings at the end. But I do take immense satisfaction from knowing that I'm building like the foundations back up again. So it's kind of like laying the brickwork, mm-hmm. um, and just like yeah, putting those foundations back in place. So I do take satisfaction from it. Probably not as much as I would doing you know like a, like a pft session or something like that but knowing that i'm building myself back up to that is is is, is satisfying enough for me at the, at the moment mm. and knowing that i will eventually be able to get back to that sort of thing is where i is where i'll, I'll, I'll get some energy from so you're making that promise so you're setting that intention of like this is where you want to go and mm. do you are you conscious of that like do you do you recognize it daily or is it now that you're speaking about it that you realize that the that you're getting the satisfaction from the from the destination that you're shooting to i no, i definitely recognize it daily um because i see slight daily improvements you know whether it's i can bend my leg a bit more or i can kind of stand on one leg this sort of like little little or even like go up and down stairs because that's like quite tough after having a knee op it's like going back down the stairs again and mm. like bending your knee in a certain weight so when i get a little small wins like that that's the kind of it's a feeling of satisfaction that you don't actually get, obviously, being fully yeah. able-bodied at that time. So, well, it's putting everything into a relative perspective. So, last episode we spoke, or Ben spoke about how he started on thirty-two minutes completing a PFT, and he was fucking ecstatic about having completed yeah. a really hard test. Now, having done 
several of these workouts, your goal and your satisfaction is now derived from chipping away your yeah. personal yeah, yeah, best yeah. time. So both equally valid, but just putting it into perspective. So that's exactly what you said. You were perhaps at like the gold medal PFT time and you're now, mm. you know, in the gym watching other people to use that metaphor because you're not even bronze. You're not, you're not even. Well, I, 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 I can't even do a full but PFT, no way. You're still getting satisfaction from, you know, the smaller things. And, and, and that's true. Um, I have um, one final closing big topic, perhaps. We've all spoken about, you know, our own approaches, our own mantras. And I think in, in, in our individual ways, we've all kind of demonstrated that there's a certain amount of mental strength and resilience. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that is a prerequisite that you need coming into high rocks? Mm-hmm. Or can mm-hmm. you develop that? during high rocks if you don't necessarily come in with that i think it's something that the you kind of you don't, it's great if you come in with it but i think it's something that grows and is fostered by the community that it is all about willing other people to succeed and not willing people to do worse than you so that you are better and it's not like especially specifically like the general sort of level it's not about being on a leaderboard it's about being on mm. a leaderboard with yourself and I think that does speak volumes to the to the reason the community is so strong, is that it's it, it's less about um, positioning yourself in a hierarchy and more positioning yourself internally and looking introspectively at like who you are and trying to forge yourself. But to your question, like, do you need it to enter high rocks? Um, it helps, but I don't think you do. Is my opinion. So you're saying you can develop it? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you can develop yeah. it whilst you're there. What about you, Tom? What do you think? I think it's 100% something that you can develop. And if perhaps you haven't got that yet, it's just the challenge of getting to, like, it doesn't have to be a high mm. rocks, but, like, it's like st- stepping on the scales is one thing, and then it's doing the work to... We're making a pledge, like, yeah. like Ben yeah. said, yeah. Enact whatever change you want to you want to have. That's the, that's the challenge, and kind of going in, mm. if it's a PFT session then just showing up is is yeah i think it, it it comes back to the to why are you getting into high rocks like if you, if you're getting into high rocks you've made that decision that you want to explore this space and want to like either better yourself mentally or physically and i think the biggest like the interesting thing that i'm thinking about now is that i speak to people who um don't like to train all the time like they may do a, a run once a week or so um but when they say that oh that's so much that's a lot of work like i don't think i'd like to do a high rocks because it's it's a lot more like it's a bigger toll on my body and stuff and the real the first step is probably saying you know what i'm gonna try it and allowing mm. yourself <laughs> to fail allowing yourself to be comfortable being uncomfortable that is also to a nice sort of come round full circle. That's probably my favorite mantra at the mm. moment. Um, and I got that from my boss who I took, it took me a while to understand what he was saying and actually get to the root of it. And I'm so happy that I, I didn't mull that one over, but the ability to be comfortable being uncomfortable mm. in anything in your life, be it a situation that you've never experienced before, um, designing something that you've never like even thought about, or even like going on a date. Like mm. you, you just need to be able to say, look, I'm not going to smash this out of the park first time, but I'm here because 
that's what life's about. It's about trying new things and exploring and finding like out who you want to be. So showing up, yeah, as you say, that's yeah. also a really good one. Right, you say it's just about showing up, man. Show just got to show up. Show up. Any any other one? <laughs> Mate, you've got we've yeah, got I've from not so having many. what goes any. around comes around. Don't be a drop in the ocean, be an ocean in a drop. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sponsor? No, that's the wrong sponsor. <laughs> Um, I think that's a different way of looking at what, what I said. So I said, you need to be able to train to be in that discomfort zone once you're in it. Mm. But you're almost taking the step back and saying, well, look, you need to be willing and able to accept that there will be some kind of discomfort. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about being open. And I think that links in nicely to the mental act, like mental health in general. It's hard to be open. And like I struggled for it for a while, and I'm, I feel like I'm at a comfortable place where I, I talk quite openly about things now. And yeah. being open is probably my best tip to anyone. Be it talking about like, oh, I didn't find those wobbles too easy. I struggled on this. Okay, it's very like not. It's not a super like taboo subject. But the same thing about saying like, oh, I'm really struggling with my partner at the moment on X, Y, Z, and just being able to communicate. And I think that's why fitness is almost like a proving ground for learning mental habits that will translate into mm. wider life wow that's a very kind of profound but i really agree mm. right chaps i think it's time we wrap this episode up um we've gone on some tangents we started with a really weird question that you didn't understand but then picked <laughs> up on very nicely so what do we speak about we spoke about mantras we spoke about mental health we spoke about the right attitudes to have to get into what high rocks and fitness in general and i think we all shared a little bit of intimate facts about yeah. ourselves tom shared his a-level results which was nice <laughs> i enjoyed that um out in the wide world did you ever think that was going to go public i didn't think that was probably not oh. i think it was abb actually oh, no. No, no. <laughs> you don't know your abcs oh fantastic no i think honestly it's been really nice just to talk um and basically just open up a little bit about things and there's always more to more to talk about but um yeah just everyone at home hug your loved ones talk to them it's really easy and wow. bring that into fitness well, i actually wanted this to be a session dedicated to what mantras are good but we slightly veered into the more of a mental health and well-being aspect which we are all massive advocates for it's not saying that this wasn't uh, what i wanted because it is actually better mm. And that's life. And that's the rock zone. (laughs) Rock zone out. Rock zone out.